What is it, Jamin Dan? But of course. Winter woke. Deep snow had fallen overnight, and the morning broke clear and cold. I lingered at the kitchen table with an extra cup of coffee as I watched the light shift and the sun come up. Sunrise and deep winter, with its bright pinks and streaks of yellow, feel like an affirmation from Mother Nature herself. Yes, the days are short and the landscape coated in shades of white and grey, but the skies are vibrant. There is vibrant life in the thickest days of winter. With the sun up, I opened all the curtains and let it slant into the rooms of my house. We hadn't seen much sun in a while. And as I began to take my morning chores, <laughs> I found myself stopping to look out and take a few deep breaths. Someone told me years ago that you get a better night's sleep in a bed that's made. Something about the feeling of tidiness and order helps you to drift off. So I made a habit of it, and it had become a, t a kind of morning meditation. I did it the same way each time and took care with the process. I stacked the pillows on the armchair with a little ottoman in front of my bedroom window where I sometimes sit and read, and I pulled back the duvet and sheet. I smoothed out the sheet underneath and pulled the blankets back up, walking around the bed and refolding and tucking the edges, then shaking out the pillows and plumping them back into place. I took a soft plate throw that my kitty liked and swirled it into a nest and placed it at the foot of the bed for her. With curtains open and the morning light coming in, the room looked neat and inviting. I had a morning and an afternoon to enjoy, but I was already looking forward to going to bed tonight. With my chores done and the day becoming as warm as bright as it would likely get, I decided to bundle up and take a long walk in the fresh snow. I laid on a sweater and coat, thick socks and boots, a hat and scarf and gloves, and closed the back door behind me. As I began to walk, I looked out the unbroken drifts of snow, at the peaks of old evergreens and the bare branches of maples stacked with a foot of snow. Winter walks are slow walks. You make your way carefully and a bit ploddingly, but they give you lots of time for thinking and noticing. Past the edge of the yard, I stepped onto a well-worn path and into thickening woods. I had a few acres, and this portion of my land backed up to more woods that were public lands, so I could walk for a long time and not run out of trees and wilderness. <clears throat> I remembered the winter walks I took with my family as a child. <laughs> there was an empty lot at the end of the street, and beyond it fields and clusters of trees. And while the whole thing was probably no bigger than a city block, it felt like a secret land, a place where there was no end of exploring to be done. Children have this power to look at something simple and everyday and imagine the wondrous. I felt a growing warmth in my belly and chest from the exercise, and I inhaled deep breaths of fresh air, letting it fill my lungs. The familiar parts looked new in the thick snow and took a few turns, unintentionally leading myself away from my usual route, knowing I could follow my footprints back if I got turned around. 
I followed a frozen creek with just a trickle of moving water, and I walked past a thick grove of birch trees, their rippled white bark at home in the white winter, to an opening meadow. I had a sudden feeling that there was something there to see, so I stood still. She stepped out slowly from the trees across the field. A doe, tall and elegant. I guess she'd seen me long before I was aware of her, but she trusted me and let me see her anyway. I was caught by her beauty and stood still and forgot to breathe for a moment. Then I called out, low and calm. Nice day for a walk! And she wagged her white tail and bent her head nose through the snow for a bit of winter browse. I suppose she was as glad to see the sun as I had been this morning. And I reminded myself that we all have the earth in common. I left her to her meal and followed my tracks back through the woods and eventually into my own garden. The long walk had made me hungry and I was already thinking my way through the fridge and pantry and mentally setting the table. I kicked the snow from my boots and stood in the back hall, reversing the process that had started this morning's adventure. I went to my room to change snowy layers for warm fresh ones and found Kitty curled into her spot on the bed. She turned her chin in an impossible angle, wriggled lazily on her spine and left out a soft meow. I curled up around her and told her about the deer I'd seen in the open field. I told her she was probably back in her den by now. I thought that said nodded. Nested down with her friends and Kitty purred. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was good to go out in the woods and walk and remember the fresh air. And then it was good to retrace my steps and tuck back into the warmth and comfort of home. The winter wasn't over yet, but the sun was out and there was much to enjoy while we waited for spring. Sweet dreams. Ha <laughs> 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 I never go to sleep. I always stay on the grind. Roaches in the kitchen, baby. Roaches in the kitchen. We see you move your hands. Roaches in the kitchen. Roaches in the kitchen. Yeah, there's roaches on the dishes. You move your hands. Roaches in the kitchen. Roaches in the dishes. Yeah, there's roaches in the dishes. Roaches move your move, cause there's roaches in the dishes. Roaches in the kitchen, yeah, there's roaches in the kitchen. Roaches in the kitchen, roaches in the kitchen. See you move your feet, there's roaches in the kitchen.